Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of A Pack of Cards. A Pack of Cards is a pod diary, a journal of my experience as a small business owner. I share with you how a cycle of debt dragged me down the path of depression, how I battled with suicidal thoughts life as I knew it came on its knees like a pack of cards right before my eyes and I could do nothing to stop it. I'm sharing this story because I hope that it teaches, encourages or inspires at least one person to learn from my failures during this ordeal. It was now September of 2019. I was already very exhausted from people who failed me, people who promised to do to help and didn't, from meeting roadblocks, uh, from the threats from creditors now, because it was becoming very tight for me to meet up with these deadlines. My debt list had become very long. I was beginning to default in some areas. The phone calls. I was losing friends. I was tired. I was tired of the shame. I was tired of the feeling of irresponsibility. I wondered if it will ever be okay again. I knew that by December of 2019, I will have a millionaire. That's all I knew. From sales, we couldn't have made that much money at in a bulk sum to be able to pay off. I kept talking to people, those who said, we can help you give you a property or the papers of a property to help you to consolidate the debt into one lump sum and then you can pay conveniently. Many times I saw a glimmer of hope or a ray of light and it will all be dashed. The sleepless nights had increased. I spoke to my elder brother who is an accountant. I opened up to him about everything and how I got there. And he said to me, stop borrowing. You're already in a pit. You cannot keep digging the pit and keep going down. So just stop. Even though I agreed, in my mind, I felt like if I had stopped, what would I do with the creditors? What am I supposed to tell them? I have nothing to sell, to give to them. No monies were coming from anywhere. The pressure was intense. So intense. You hear some creditors tell you things you have never heard in your life. 
they define who you are and you're second guessing yourself especially the private lenders they are shrewd they are mean and they are in business of course you owe them and you must pay meet up your end of the bargain nobody wants to know what the story is all they want to know is where is their money but i knew one thing for sure i didn't go into debt gallivanting or spending monies on things that didn't matter or recklessly spending or giving to someone and all that i went into debt with no knowledge of what it was and what i was doing and so it was filled with confusion every single day every phone call i received was a creditor early in the mornings late at nights the shame for going to narrate my stories i am a private person but the shame of having to go and narrate your story to someone became even unbearable but i had to i struggled with this i started running to family running to friends running to strangers running to churches running to prayers just it was crazy i can't even begin to describe in words alone how i felt but i will do my best my cousin who lives here introduced me to a couple of people couple of churches prayers creditors don't want to hear how much you're praying or how religious you are this is not about they, do, they don't want to hear it but i was doing that knowing that i needed some kind of miraculous intervention something that will open the doors for me kept at it it became so intense i will still show up online i'll still crack the best jokes i will encourage others but i was going through a storm of my own unimaginable storm i couldn't i can't even run to anywhere so i was faced with the debt with my creditors and the situation but by october i had stopped borrowing i could no longer borrow in fact from the end of september when my brother spoke to me i'd stopped borrowing and what that meant was that once you stop borrowing you're going to stop paying even the interest or the capital because as you're paying the interest 
some of the creditors will be at ease until the loan tenure expires. But there were no interest coming in, no capital, nothing. I will pick calls, five, six, seven calls in a day of very furious creditors. Sometimes you're in the middle of something and it is so distracting. And one thing I think I did was that I never dodged any call for as many times. In fact, I prioritized the calls of my creditors to other calls. So for instance, I'm somewhere, maybe in a meeting or something, and a creditor calls me. I take it upon myself to at least text back and say I will call back to give no room for doubt. And I always will call back just so that their minds are at ease. For the ones who wanted to come see me, I gave them the opportunity to come see me right at home. I work from home so they could come home and see me and I will explain my situation. But borrowing at that time was not a given. It had come to an end and the pressure had tripled. The pressure became intense, much more than I can say right now. It was at this point when I was now running from church to church, from one rich man to the other, from one contact, VIP contact to another, that it felt like I had lost my mind. I realized looking back now that I will go days without food, not because I didn't have food, but because I didn't even feel hungry. I was surviving on Coca-Cola and water. I had lost appetite. I had lost even the sense of living. I cried for days on end. I developed a mole in my eye, which I still have. It's painless, but it just popped out just close to the eyelid, very close. And one of these days, remember that I didn't have a vehicle. So I'll be on the road. Maybe I have to pick a cab. And you know how it is when you're not very used to commuting around town because you had a car. So when you now don't have a car, you don't even know on which side of the road to stand to understand where your direction is since there are no major bus stops and it's not very organized. And on one of these days, that was when the first thought came to me, just run in front of this vehicle and let just end all of it. You have nothing to lose. No one will miss you. And right there, there was a counter thought how about if you run into this vehicle, you break your legs, 
or you think it crushes you and you do not die you're still left with the shame of attempting suicide other people can say it's an accident but you're left with the pain maybe incapacitated and some of your creditors don't care they will still want their money I thought about so many things it was during this period I went out on a certain day and I didn't know where I was where I was going or how I was going to find my way back it happened in a flash of about five to ten minutes and the only thing I could hear was the buzzing sound of those flies I had seen. I heard it in my ears. I had gotten a call that day. It was in the afternoon. And it was one of the creditors who had told me that they were going to get their money by hook or crook. And while I was trying to explain myself, the way they were shouting me down, the man who spoke to me, I couldn't even say a word. So he said to me that they have gone for recovery and the person they went to recovery for jumped down from the story building in a bid to escape and broke his legs and all that. The threats were massive. The ones who wanted to take me to IG's office the ones who wanted to take me to EFCC, the ones who called me on printable names, names I never imagined I would ever be called in my life. I felt like a thief. I felt like a fraud. I felt like I had disappointed my own self and everyone who knew me, what was the point? I went out this afternoon after I had received one of certain calls. First of all, I didn't know where I was going. I had entered the taxi. I didn't even tell the man where I was going. I just said he should move. We got to the junction. He asked me where. This I, I live in Kirkiden. He asked me where. I said he should drive towards Old Ferma. I don't know why I said so. It was on the other side of Gerki. And we got there. And he kept asking me where. I just burst into tears. I paid him. I came down from the vehicle. And started to walk. That was when I was hearing the buzzing sound. Of these flies. I don't know if. I was moving in the direction of the bus or I was just walking. I cannot say what happened that day. 
somebody called me an old friend of mine whom I had told the situation and he asked me where I was I said I didn't know he said what's going on I said I do not know he asked me what was around me I said I can see um, a vulcanizer these people who work on tires he said I should go there and take a seat and that was what I did he said he'll call me back I should switch up I should just drop the phone he'll call me back it was while I was seated I kept the phone aside and I just put my head down I think that was when I got myself back together knew where I was and put my thoughts together I will stop this episode here as well. Thank you for listening. Um, The pack of cards is my personal story. How I got into debt. An ugly debt cycle that almost took my life. I'm sharing this because I am healing now. It will help me unburden. And I'm also hoping that somebody can learn from my experience. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves.